Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Excited to chat with you guys. I know it's early, super early for some of you, might be afternoon for our European 
brothers and sisters uh, or Asian, wherever you're at in the world. Today can be a beautiful day, guys, um, when we decide to show up with, with joy, presence, power, magnetism, and we can flip a switch in our attitude and our demeanor. But today, I want to dive into, hey, our topic today is executing a master plan with precision and excellence. Ironically, I'm working on a couple of master plans right now. Um, and I want to share some insights because I've launched a little on my background. I've, I've started over, at this point, probably closer to 20 businesses, uh, done over nine figures in revenue. But I've also gone through those valleys of despair and those dark nights of the soul where nothing seems to work. And I want to I want to also talk about how do you move through those seasons and then move, take those the gifts of the trials and tribulations and, and let them be a fodder or let them be fuel for the growth in the next season. But we're going to talk a little bit about Steve Jobs today. We're going to talk a little bit about Sam Walton, Sarah Blakely, creating success covenants. I'm going to, I want to mention, you know, since this is a master plan, uh, creating a master plan with precision and excellence, what if you had a success covenant with God or the universe and yourself on how you're going to show up, what you're going to create, what you're going to do to get there, right? We're going to talk about master planning, um, identity, a concept of, I call identity stretching. How do I stretch into a new identity for this new season? How do you do that? How do you how do you move? Like if you, you know, our identity, our reality is often a reflection of our identity. Okay, so think about it right now. How you're showing up in life, what you're creating, what you're embodying, that's a reflection of your cur current self worth. How you view yourself, how you show up, uh, what you believe about yourself. We're gonna talk about finding your genius. Uh, my obsession. Really, for 22, 23 years now, I'm 43. My obsession uh, since my early 20s has been peak performance and unlocking people's divine potential. And I want to help you guys today unlock your divine potential in a beautiful and unique way that maybe some of you haven't heard before. All right. So we might even get into building your dream 100 as well as part of this, what I'm calling an incubation period, because we go through different seasons of life where we're transitioning into this next stage of our identity. Not all of us do that, but if you're a hungry, motivated achiever, which you probably are if you're up this early and you're in Breakfast with Champions, because this whole room, this whole club, this whole experience is about a championship mindset. And we got so many great people, great people after me all morning, great people tomorrow, great experiences. But I also want to invite you guys to share and, and come on stage. Don't be bashful. Um, if you're on stage, share something that strikes you in this that I might say or that might just click that you want to share and inspire or, or encourage someone else as well uh, this morning. So um, without further ado, uh, I want to dive in, dive into this whole concept of an incubation period. And, it, and what came to me this morning is that the last few months, I've kind of been less active on Instagram. And I'm okay with letting some of that go so I can focus more deeply on a new business venture. I have a, uh, it's called Superhuman Health. I'm launch, launching this mobile IV venture. Uh, it's a biohacking venture that have a pretty big vision that uh, I've been working on and incubating and developing. I think it's going to be my best business concept I've ever created. 
Um, and but I'm reading books like the Startup Owner's Manual, uh, which is a step by step guide on starting a, uh, a business from like a Silicon Valley top mentor perspective. And he goes through the four stages of building an enduring great company. And so I've been diving into that, diving into these other processes. But in it, many of us in today's day and age, how many of you guys are in a season of transition? where you want to be in a season transition, you know your current business model, your current job, your current role, doesn't fit who you really are. You know you're called to something more. And so invite, I wanna invite you to go through a season, an incubation period. And you look, Steve Jobs, when he was kicked out of Apple, 1985, started Next Computer, but honestly, he was a laughing stock. Um, many regards in Silicon Valley circles eventually. Um, during that season, like he, for example, the president of the U.S., I think it was Reagan, invited him to the, invited uh, 500 of the world's top Silicon Valley entrepreneurs and leaders in the 80s for a dinner at the White House. Steve wasn't even invited. He wasn't considered one of the 500 most influential Silicon Valley entrepreneurs because he was outside the fringe. He had ostracized himself by how he had shown up. Winston Churchill. Uh, kicked out of basically politics for over 10 years. Thank God he, he kept on uh, writing and thinking and being involved. And he knew there was going to be a time where his voice was needed and he stood against the, the Nazi regime, right? But he had a, a season being in the desert. He had an incubation season of creating this new identity, this new path, right? Um, Sarah Blakely, you know, she went through a season of transitioning from her job to getting, um, getting uh, Spanx off the ground. And she was incubating this business for several years before it became sustainable enough for her to leave her job, right? And, and one of the things that you have to do, another, another thing, uh, King David, he went through an incubation period. You, there's a verse in Second Chronicles 5.17, I think it said, and David perceived he was king. Now, if you actually, the context, David had already been proclaimed the next king of Israel years before by Samuel and the other prophets. They knew he was the next king, but he didn't receive it. He didn't perceive it. He didn't own it in his identity. So what do you have to do during an incubation period or a season like that? Well, it's, it's a time for you to not go outward as much as inward. A time for you to go deeper on self-discovery. I've got my six steps to finding your genius guide. You can grab that free link there and just get your input, your email, and then you have an option to get my book if you want or my course later on. Um, but one of the biggest things when you go through these incubation periods is like, man, I got to figure out who the freak I am and who the, who the, per, who the person is that's going to lead and create in this next season. But that means I got to shed, I got to release this old part of me. It's like that caterpillar letting go of the cocoon, letting go of this old way of being, which is crawling so he can fly. Okay. Some of us are in that season. And it's okay to be in that season. It's a little bit of a hard season sometimes as well. But I'm curious, who feels like they're in an incubation season right now up on stage for a next chapter? Who, who's hey, in? Hey, Mike, what's up, man? This is Ramon. Ramon, all right. What's Are you up? in an incubation season, my man? 
for your I, next chapter? I think so, Mike, and I wanted to ask you a question back, and thanks for letting me roll with you today. I think that I'd be curious, so the answer is yes, Mike, and I'd be curious for you to also touch on does it depend on the season of life you're in and with your age? I'll be 50 years old this year, so I'm thinking, man, not that I have 20 years left or 15 years left in a morbid way, but reality biology, I'm thinking, is that different than maybe I thought when I'm 20 or 30? Does that add any perspective, or am I taking it off the reservation here? No, no, you're on the reservation, brother. It's uh, when you're you know, your age and your cycle of your age definitely has an impact. Um, but some, sometimes people can do different things at different times. Like, for example, Henry Ford was bankrupt at age 43 um, for the second time. But by age, uh, by 10 years later, he was the world's wealthiest man. And so, you know, if you looked at that cycle, you'd been like, oh, he's behind the times. He's, you know, <laughs> uh, but it just depends on where your cycle is. Where do you feel like what do you feel like is the next chapter, the decade of the 50s? And by the way, 50s are the pe period of life that people make the most money. It's your greatest wealth accumulation years. But I'm curious, what, what do you feel like is, um, is next for sure. you that you haven't yet? Created? Well, Mike, I'll call you out on it right now then. Two things are happening to me. Call you out like in a good way. One, Mike, uh, and I'm not going to say the company name, but I'll at, at 430 at 4.30 today, I'll be speaking with a company who wants to acquire my company. Ooh. And to me, based on the numbers we've talked, Mike, it's a life-changing event for me. So that's one. And then number two, with two mutual friends who you know well on BWC, today as well, we may be starting a brand new company. So that's two things that are happening to me, if that makes sense. One is an acquisition by another company, and one is Ramon forming a new business uh, with two others who I love dearly on, this on, this, on, on BWC. That's what's happening to Ramon. As we speak, love it. And Ramon, let me ask you this: How does it feel to be considering the possibility of shedding this old identity, which would be, you know, what you would be doing if you end up selling this company? And of course, you aren't in it yet. Right. But if it did happen, can you imagine what it would feel like? Well, it feels nervous, Mike, because you know, as you know to a degree, I've been the smart hustle, small business guy for six years. So I'm sure I wouldn't just drop it immediately. But yeah, by 2023 January, it could be Ramon's no longer the smart hustle, small business guy. So it's a bit. <laughs> I don't know what I do. I feel a bit uh, like, and I'm not being sexist here. My wife has gone through it. Like my wife has felt when she finished homeschooling, that was her identity, and she was like okay, two kids don't need me anymore. I'm no longer the homeschool mom. What do I do in my life? That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, love it. Good share, my friend. And um, I'm curious, who else is in the season of incubation? Flash your mic if you would like to share. If you're on stage, message me. Come up, Kimberly, I see you. Yes. Hey, Mike, good morning. Um, I was able to jump on. Uh, uh, I have a, a recording with Dubai this morning that I told you about, but it's pushed back 30 minutes. So it gave me a window to get to hear your segment. All right. And uh, first of all, I want to just say in a general way that this, what you're referring to, these seasons, these incubation periods, these reinventions, they do keep happening. <laughs> I've been around long enough to be able to testify that roughly each decade of my life, a reinvention has happened, a renaissance that I did not see coming. And it was preceded 
often by a dark night of the soul, some significant, terrifying challenges where I did not know how it would go, followed by a time of introspection and new beginnings, only to rise again in whatever was my next evolution. And that's the hope of life itself, that that does keep happening for us if we lean in. We are growing. We are meant for growing. And we do keep growing if we say yes to the process. And I'm in that season again in my life. And I was surprised how small, young, uncertain, I felt all over again, old questions, old demons coming back. And I'm like, you again? It's a spiral, not a circle. And you keep coming around, meeting yourself at another stage. And I'm in the throes of that with you, brother, right now. And I'm happy to say great things are happening all around the world. And many of them I didn't see coming. And now they're coming from every direction. So it's a hopeful thing you're pointing to. Congratulations on yours. And yours too, Ramon. But I just want to encourage everybody. Thank you, Kimberly. Keep on that upward spiral. It's waiting for you. Love it. Kimberly, I'm curious. And by the way, if you guys don't know who Kimberly King is, she's one of the most accomplished women on this app in corporate America as a brilliant thinker, speaker, and especially in the tech world. Uh, you know, uh, women have not had as much of a place in the tech community, and she's definitely a trailblazer and pioneer. But I'm curious, what uh, when you go through a season like you're in right now, an incubation period, what are some of your keys? What would you say has helped you navigate? And I'd, I'd love to explicate a little bit or unpack one of your previous seasons where you uh, shifted your identity and shifted your career path and reinvented um, I think one of the things I see a lot is is in this process, it's, it's a lot, it's a little bit less doing and more thinking because the path is called think and grow rich, not just do and grow rich or hustle and grow rich. And I think we can squander these times if, if we don't create a lot of intentional reflection space and thinking space. But I'm curious for you, what would have been some keys that helped you navigate uh, your prior season? Well, first of all, I'll say a quote that goes with uh, the point you just made about the thinking part. I think Abraham Lincoln said, if I had to chop down a tree and I had six hours to do it, I'd spend the first four hours sharpening my axe. I'm going to call that thinking and preparation that he wouldn't jump in to the labor. He would think about and prepare for the task at hand, prepare himself, because we are the ax. We're the part that's getting ready for the job. It's not the tools around us. We'll put them to use and we should understand them, but we ourselves are the instrument of whatever it is that must be built. And it's us we're building, actually. This journey is really for us, as we often reinforce here. Um, 
I would say one of the chapters that was a big shift is some people know that I started my first company when I was 21 and it was in solar and it I was a completely accidental entrepreneur. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. And no one believed I would succeed, probably also me, except that I was so excited that I decided to ignore the fact that I had no money, no experience, no customers in my area. It was solar. It was a construction company. And the odds were very much against, and that decision changed my life significantly. Just like, again, Ramon is saying, it was one of those opportunities that changed my reality, a 10X plus. Um, and I was riding high, more money in a month than my father made in a year. And we never saw that happen to anybody. And this was before 21-year-olds started companies, and it was without technology and digital. It was bricks and mortar. And then it crashed. I mean, everything. Hundreds of us lost our businesses, including me. And I went from having everything I'd ever dreamed of to being in debt, to being... Um, no confidence. I didn't have confidence to go get a job in a store. I felt I had lost my worth and I'd lost my way. And that was definitely a time of deep introspection. And I almost went the other direction and didn't get back on that horse because that horse had kicked me so badly that I never wanted to go through that again. I couldn't even see myself getting through the, the first injury. I'm grateful to say somehow I listened to the right voice, but I had to give it space to do that. So reading books like yours, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich definitely was one of them because it was the books of our time and it's a classic. But, and prayer serious, on your knees, wailing, crying, begging kind of prayer, soul searching. Um, don't underestimate the catharsis of that and the making the space for that. And I just made a decision to keep, to keep open. And not long after I think that decision became true in my heart, not just in my head, other doors began to open. And I went into the banking and financial services industry, total opposite pivot. It was longer and harder the second time, I have to say. But the second success came, bigger than the first one. And that happened again a decade later, pivots, pivots. But each of those had some form of surrender 
or loss or challenge, reflection, introspection, prayer, begin again, read, surround myself, believe, go to work. There isn't a magic formula. The formula is stay alive and fight for yourself and believe in yourself. Mm, so good. So often, guys, you know, what Kimberly's talking about, too, is like just that persistence, that surrender, that yielding. Um, and my probably be my fourth book, Entrepreneur Manifesto. I've already essentially written it. I talk about the six stages and one of them is is called the yielding and it's usually after a big rise and then you're like I'm on top of the world I can I'm unstoppable I'm invincible and then you crash and then you're like what <laughs> this is horrible um, but getting back up on the horse is absolutely essential and and that persistence over and over and over again you know, I'm uh, I'm reading another book right now that talks about, I think it's a Jim Collins book that talked about 93% of the most successful businesses, what they ended up pivoting from their original concept and the original concept in their business plan. They didn't stick to the original plan and it was actually a hallmark of smart businesses to pivot and smart individuals to pivot. One of the other things that I want to mention too, that I, I've done in this incubation period, and I want to invite, if you're in a life transition season, then you've been offered a gift. Uh, but I want to invite you to study the waves, the waves of momentum. Because guess what? You know, if you're, if you're in the ocean, you can't, it, you can swim against the waves, but it's a lot freaking harder. And you're going to go a lot, you're not going to go nearly as far. Versus if you swim with a wave, man, it carries you. And you're, you're barely having to uh, exert energy. So the same thing, there's waves of economic opportunity. There's waves of new paradigm shifting. For example, um, if you look in today's world, uh, we're seeing that, hey, you know, some jobs are going away and they're not coming back. Or they're not coming back in the same way. And some opportunities. Uh, you know, in the, in the 2000s, we saw um, newspaper businesses. Yeah, like how many of us have a subscription to a newspaper now, right? At least not a physical printed version. Probably not many of us. Um, but that was a wave of disruption. Uh, when I started down the path that I'm on right now, last year, I got an IV injection with N80+. It's a brain nutrient. And I'd been researching and reading about the effects of this nutrient on your body and the stamina and, and energy boost, but also studied was studying the biohacking industry and uh, I subscribed to this newsletter called Trends, which is a, it's a couple hundred bucks a year, but it gives you some of the you know, future trends and it's a really deep premium newsletter. And in it, talked about biohacking was a uh, $12 billion industry in 2019. It's projected to be a $54 billion industry by 2027. I'm like, dude, I got to be in that game. I love it. It's about unleashing human potential. You know, like my wife battles depression. So there's a lot of psychedelic stuff and in the, the seat asylum for releasing trauma, healing trauma, PTSD, the neurofeedback, NAD plus helps with depression, all these things. I'm like, how do I unleash people's divine potential? And this is one tool that I can have in my toolbox. Secondly, 
I was looking at blockchain, NFTs, crypto, etc. Um, so this was just in April, and I reached out to my buddy Brian Evans. Brian Evans has been investing in blockchain for 10 years. Um, I'm like, hey, where do I go? How do I get in this space? And now we're creating a high-level NFT crypto group because I have a background in leading masterminds and mentoring entrepreneurs that he doesn't have. So I'm providing the structure framework, and he's providing the expertise and the tribe of all these high performers in that space because I want to be in that space selfishly because I know it's a huge part of the future. And we've already had like 15 people join that group. So um, speaking of, if you're very, like if you're pretty advanced or, or further along, DM me uh, if you wanna be part of that crypto blockchain group as well. So, but I wanna invite you guys, you know, ride the right waves. And in fact, I posted, I've got a top 22 mega and micro uh, trends guide that I created uh, at the end of last year, just seeing the trends that were going to be happening this year. We cover things like NFTs, we cover things like how to build your expert brand, we cover biohacking, we cover uh, trends in uh, groups and events and those type of things. So feel free to grab that, totally free. Had a lot of people really love that. But I'm curious, what other what other things for the speakers, moderators on stage, where else do you see opportunities, see waves of momentum that you're paying attention to for this next season, for this, if you're in an incubation period or you're in a growth period, whatever it is, what, what do you have your eyes on? Ramon, I'm curious for you, Kimberly, Jan, uh, you're brilliant. I'd love to hear more from you, Maryland, Dora. Uh, Christina, anyone else? Jeff, uh, feel free to pop in. Let's uh, flash your mic if you have a share that you would like to do. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Who else? Is All right, Jackie, Ramon, go ahead, my friend, Ella. and Maryland. No, no, Maryland first. Maryland first. Go, Maryland. Okay. Well, for me, I am making a little bit of a shift, but I have always wanted uh, to complete my bachelor's, so I'm doing some night courses. And I know in an entrepreneurial space that may not make sense to anybody, but I think just um, educating myself in some areas that I want to pursue, it is a focus. So uh, it will help me. The marketing, the uh, leadership courses, it's all business focused. So that's my focus. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, hope that helped. Great share. Yes. And, uh, and it's a great season, you know, in these incubation periods to go deeper on yourself and elevate your skill set. So I love that. Ramon, what about you, brother? What are what trends are you what waves of momentum are you identifying that you want to ride? Yeah, I think that there's a few things. I think one is just me going to more uh, in-person, bigger events, not the uh, lower ticket events. It may sound corny, probably doesn't sound corny to you, Mike, but I think just events where the ticket price may be 5000 to 10000 uh, it's a big jump for me. I've done it a few times, but I think probably investing more in that, that's just where you find a different caliber of people. Good stuff. I like it. Who else? Who else would like hey, to Michael? share? Yeah, go ahead. So this is Limitless Sega, and thank you for this conversation. I find that I'm in a third revolution in my life. And Kimberly's discussion around the cycles that you go through in that is so true. It's always something that triggers that, a dark night of the soul, or something you have to confront that tells you that it's time to move. 
And when you don't move, I find when I don't move, the universe will keep throwing stuff at me until where I am is no longer comfortable because I have outgrown that space. So I've gone from um, <coughs> walking. I've gone. It sounds like somebody's mic, or was the somebody's mic is open. Um, I've gone from working in labor, in government, to working in public health, which is my background. Now I'm in the green economy space. And this is a whole um, unfolding, unfolding out there, a new trend that is marrying technology, smart climate solutions that are being done in developing countries where the projects are being done to help the climate and it will impact all of us but it also helps the communities where you're doing it you create jobs you create income etc yet the project is is cleaning the environment so it's helping everybody per the paris agreement and all of us make money in the process but for me to move from public health to this there was a huge personal loss that happened in uh, and, and trigger warning. I'm not going to go deep into that, but in the loss of my brother, in a very tragic way, but a very heroic way, and it was deep for my family because it involved multiple countries. It involved a lot of things, and it took me down a path I never. If I was standing before it happened, and then somebody told me I was going to go through all of that, I would say I wouldn't survive it. But the, it's almost like the universe knows. I was already being prepared. I was beginning to read Michael Singer's um, 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 uh, 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 The Untethered Soul. I was looking at the new art. I was going on this journey that was just triggered because in public health, working in, with CDC, uh, in the HIV field, I was no longer excited. I had done a lot in Kentucky for the CDC program, and I was just at the phase where I'm looking around like, okay, I've changed this program. I came into here for seven years. I've done things that they thought I couldn't do. Now what? I was beginning to just not feel excited anymore about even going to Congress to lobby for more funding for the Southern states, things like that. And I'm like, what next? I started digging into myself, reading all these books, meditating, going at Dr. Wayne Dyer, really a deep journey, following Oprah's Sunday lessons, etc. Lo and behold, it was preparing me for something I could have never imagined. And I honestly feel that had I not preceded that digging deep into myself, I never would have survived it. I honestly... I, I'm one day going to write a book, but I think when I write it, I feel like people are not going to believe all the things that happen internationally, multiple countries, multinational uh, um, organizations. But finally, I am here. I was for almost three years. I started with deep depression because of what happened. Before that, I started with action, really working hard, working with people and organizations to get a dictator out of a country. Because and then that happened because that was it was that dictator that killed my brother. Once it happened, then now I'm left with myself because that was the goal. He's gonna leave. He left. Now what do I do with myself? The depression started coming, digging into myself. I start, started finally mourning my brother. Couldn't even get out of bed. You know things like that for a while. But then it took me to that introspection journey, deep into who I am. What did my brother leave behind? What are the lessons? What am I missing? 
where am I not fulfilling myself? And it took a while, but now I'm in a different stealth mode. I'm in a building mode. I'm in stealth, but I'm curating all the mentors, all the partners around the world, structuring these projects that I know are impacting humanity, but also building wealth for these communities that I am very passionate about in Africa, as well as really, uh, um, um, what is it David Meltzer likes to say, help a lot of people, make a lot of money, and have a lot of fun. So thank you for this session. I, I understand this very deeply. So I'm not out there, out there. I don't really, sh I, I share more in this room about the projects I'm working on than on social media. I just give little tid tidbits because I feel like my head is down. I'm curating, I'm building strong partnerships. I'm pouring into myself, building my competence and my knowledge in this area, bringing the resources and designing these projects and deploying them. But thank you so much for this. This is so rich. I yield the mic. Thank you, Lima Sega. That you're up to some amazing things. I just read your bio and all the work you're doing in Africa. I absolutely love it. So guys, check her out and check out her vision. I love that you got this big vision to make Africa the breadbasket of the world and and the work that you're doing even in the in, you know organic space, uh, environment space uh, with carbon neutral initiatives. So really cool. Love it. Thanks for your share. Uh, Kimberly, did I see you flash? Yes. Um, oh, so <laughs> thank you for giving me another space, Mike. I'm uh, so energized by what Limitless uh, Sega just shared. Congratulations, honey, on all that you're doing. Um, I Thanks, think Kimberly. what I wanted to, and what, what you brought up for me and what I wanted to share is as we're looking at these um, stages and incubation periods that you're talking about, Mike, I want to add to that notion of the spiral and coming back around is that, you know, those sayings about you only see the footprints of your journey and connect the dots from the other side of the journey. I'm definitely seeing to where things I was passionate about or interested in thought they had served their season. I'm learning again and again that they actually just like energy never uh, dies, it converts, as I think Glenn mentioned again yesterday. What I'm experiencing now is the amazing genius of the universe itself, how it weaves into the steps of our life. And it's all soil for future growth that we can't see internally as who we're becoming, but also our purpose building upon itself. For instance, I mentioned that my first business was solar. I'd love to tell you that it was because I was environmentally conscious then, but that's not true. It was a business opportunity and it made sense to me. And I thought it was an amazing opportunity, even though no one around me agreed. And, and it proved to be true. That taught me about environmental consciousness and that you could do well by doing good, which has become now a theme of my life. 
when I went into uh, banking and financial services and cooperatives, I really love, uh, and this is a weaving even this morning, uh, rising together is definitely my heart song also and my way of doing business. I work in partnerships, so it's always about rising together. But that part, and then I started working with women around the world. I started to work with the United Nations. I started to work more and more with technology. I became a speaker later in my life. I didn't step to the mic earlier in my life. That was the second half of what I'm doing. And now all those pieces, not one left out, is weaving together to give me the integrated stage that I'm standing on today. Not just stage for speaking, but for impact. Um, I was just named global chair of the Global Founders Council for founders like us all around the world who care about the imprint and the impact we make upon the earth and upon the lives of human beings. And that this is the greatest business opportunity, the greatest business moment of our life. The story's still being written and it's up to us because no one's coming. But this is the ultimate hero's journey or heroine's journey. And I give workshops on that, but it's not just a metaphor. It really is the process for this. So trust that whatever you've been through before, going through now and where you're going, all those pieces are a mosaic. And when you get a little more perspective, you'll see the beautiful art of your own life and the artful way the universe organizes us in our own journey and then the intersection and interconnection with one another. It's amazing. Keep believing in that art that you're part of. So good. Good wisdom, Kimberly. Love that. Give Kimberly a follow as well and crazy crazy journey she's been on but it's uh it's a beautiful journey and it's a crazy journey we've all been on if we're creatively following and pursuing our passions and being courageous in the season um did i have one other share i saw yes. yeah i see health uh health wells yes. uh, let's do a quick share and then i think i saw mac as well uh so health share you're up my friend Absolutely. Thank you so much, um, Michael. So for me, it's reading and I've always been an avid reader and my business is, is uh, seasonal. And so in the summers, I've always used that time to really, truly like people who do segments, things like that. I buy books and I store them for the summer so that I can really just dive in and use that time to, to read and play. And last summer, I allowed a lot of people to just plan and put other things on my schedule. So now I really protect my reading time so that I because it's a serious time for me. So reading has been a big game changer for me. So thank you so much for allowing me to share. So I hope that that helps someone. Um, and I continue to pay that reading principle forward. Thanks. 100% love that. Reading is absolutely essential. That's why you can borrow other people's wisdom. Uh, Mac, were you wanting to share something? I saw you flash for a second. And then if anyone else has a quick share, let's see, I got a message. Uh, all right. Uh, any other quick shares? Let me know. But hey, I'll Mac, was, okay, who's this? David, what's up, brother? David, what's up, my man? Oh, I see you. Let me get my screen reset so you're back at the top. Good to see you, brother. 
Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm on a bike, but um, what I wanted to share was, you know, creating, I think, uh, I don't know if it's a new trend or not, but something that's helped me a lot is um, membership, creating a membership community and a membership site. And what that means is, you know, what yours, you know, what's your specialty? What are you really, really good at? What do people come to you for? What questions do you get asked? And then start creating a video library with everything. So for the last year and a half, you know, during COVID, I spent building out a membership site. And right now we have over 60 lessons and it's all set up. You know, there's a lot of different platforms. You can use Kajabi, you can use ClickFunnels. Um, and then now when someone comes to me and says, hey, I wanna learn this, I have a way I can just say, okay, just join our membership community. You'll have access to all these lessons, plus we do, you know, calls. So I think for anybody, I think that's a huge opportunity going forward to be able to create something like that. And also, you know, I like to, uh, I'm not sure what you're up to with the crypto space, but I think the next evolution for me is creating membership in VR space, in in like uh, augmented reality. So that's something I'm super excited about learning more about and trying to figure out. So I think taking the membership into the virtual space. Love it. And what's your so, uh, what's your community about? What's your focus on that, David? Because you're you're dead on. I 100 percent agree. Uh, so right now it's all sales training. So I work with with uh, salespeople, mostly real estate agents, right now on you know um, connecting with people. Uh, conversion, follow-up, closing, just the whole process. So everything in there from how to create a vision to how to create a compelling offer to, you know, how to how to ask for the close and, and you know, how to comfortably ask for the close and everything in between. So it's uh, that's what it's about right now, Michael. And I actually just started taking uh, – I signed up for certification last week with Success, Success Magazine uh nlp so i'm excited about learning more about nlp as well so i'm not sure if you do much with nlp but it's uh it's been an awesome three days so far yeah i love it yeah i'm a master nlp practitioner so that's been a definitely a piece of piece of my journey for sure well guys definitely give david a follow and if you want to grow your sales skills which is one of the most important skill sets to have especially if you're an entrepreneur or you're in the sales role of any business uh, message david join check out his community uh join his community and then david what I'm, I'm doing in the nft crypto space so my buddy brian evans he's been investing in blockchain for 10 years and guys i'm going to illustrate how important it is in these incubation periods to also look around you and see who you already have a relationship with that might be doing what you want to do and then just reach out. For example, with Brian, I just reached out because I knew uh, we met in 2017. I was like, this guy, you know, that was almost six years ago now. And he's brilliant at investing in crypto and been investing in crypto and blockchain for 10 years. And he's one of the most connected people in the space. We already have the number one CEO and founder of the number one PR agency in the crypto space. We have two of the top hedge fund managers, actually three of them. Number one YouTuber in the crypto space is a member of our, our community now. 
and and we just started <laughs> and it's because brian already had that trust and relationships in that space and now i experience the transference of trust and i get to learn from these guys that are way ahead of me in this space all because of a prior relationship but brian i didn't undervalue myself this is another thing that we often do sometimes is we undervalue ourselves right i knew i'm freaking great at mentorship masterminding and he's like mike i need help with the structure of this group i need help with building this out i have all the relationships so whoever you want to meet in the space i know them but i need the structure and the help with creating the group so that's where i came in right and that's where i'm leveraging my genius and my gifts um and speaking of guys uh one other thing i want to mention if you haven't grabbed the top 22 trends i'm going to take that link down here in just a sec and i want to make sure if anyone really wants wants that and is in it is incredibly curious about the future and what the future is going to bring because the future is moving faster than we think we're moving you know, the next uh, 10 years, we're going to have 100 years of technological change. The next 100 years, we'll have 10,000 years of technological change. So the ground is moving beneath our feet, whether we know it or not. And in every industry, every single industry is going to be disrupted in some capacity if they haven't been yet. So you want to be uh, part of that, part of the right waves, right? So, um, but a few other things I want to mention in this season the season of 2022, we're almost halfway through the year and building a master plan, a master plan to succeed in this season with precision and excellence. A big piece of it is who is around you and your mindset. So David was just talking about that. Um, you know, C-Rock's going to be on here in a bit. Uh, you look at your right, who you surround yourself with, whether it's mentors, your tribe, being a part of Breakfast with Champions group every, every morning that stretches you and expands you and hopefully learn something great every single uh, morning. But I want to invite you, you know, another person was talking about reading books and going deeper hundred percent. I make it a goal to read a book every single week. Um, and I speed read a little bit. So that does help. <laughs> but the, the next piece I want to invite you is, is there's really, there's about six core steps, but I want to cover four of the steps to find your genius. And the first one is, uh, uh, you know, in the season of transition or emergence or growth season, you want to go deeper in your genius. You want to find that $1,000 an hour or $10,000 an hour activity where you're in flow state. When you're in flow state, you're 500% more productive. And it also releases all these positive neurochemical cocktails, like six different uh, neurochemical cocktails. But how do you get into flow state? Well, I think, and I've been helping high achievers re-anchor to their flow state and create rhythms that actually move them into flow state. But one of the first things you got to do is you got to identify your unique talents. You got to know yourself more. And I have people go through five different personality tests, but like that deeper reflection on yourself is where it starts. Okay. And, and if you go through that process, and I outlined a lot of it in the link that I posted up above, the six steps to find your genius, and, and that's totally free. And you can pick up my book, which is also free. You just gotta cover shipping and handling if you want my book. Um, but the first step, unique talents, okay? Where are you freaking amazing? And then where do you just honestly, where do you suck? We all suck at certain things. And just being honest with that and being honest with your employer 
or your team, if you're leading a team, hey guys, this is not Madalena Genius. You're freaking amazing in that. Why don't you manage that, lead that, and then trusting people in their lanes of genius because we we can't do it all. It's a it's a misnomer um, that you're just going to bootstrap your way on your own without a team to the top. You're, that's a recipe for burnout. Um, secondly, you're defining life experiences. What are those moments that led to who you are, led to the trauma? It can be the traumas, right? We go through those traumas that often become the fuel for our like um, limitless was Sharon earlier, uh, freaking amazing share um, about her next steps, right? And it was a trauma, a loss of her, her, um, her brother that led her into the next step. Secondly, um, your key relationships. Like I, I do a Dream 100 list for every single business um, that I ever create. And when I do the Dream 100 list, I identify my top 100 relationships um, in that arena. And I just start reaching out and I start connecting and I just create space to connect and be in that proximity with those hundred people or figure out ways if it's, if it's, you know, uh, for example, from my expert brand, um, building my platform, then, you know, I was just on Brad Lee's podcast the other day, um, released last week. He's got 250,000 downloads, um, every single month pretty big podcast. I get, I got a lot of traction from it. Like I'm seeing book orders and different things come in every single, like almost every single hour. And, uh, so you figure out how do I get on the platforms where the people that I want to reach are, are there. Okay. So that's the key relationships. By the way, you can grab your own dream 100 list guide. Just go to dream 100 list.com. And I'll give you my exact template um, that you can use for free. But um, next one is your values and passions. What do you stand for? What do you stand against? And then what are you, what are you, what are you passionate about? I believe your passion, you know, a curiosity becomes a passion and passion becomes a purpose and a purpose becomes a path. But you have to feed that passion. You have to feed that curiosity and create space for it. Most of us don't do that nearly enough. Um, and we can just be caught up in the hustle and grind when our soul is crying out and stirring for something else. So I wanna invite you guys, what is your soul crying out for in this season? What are you longing for? And create space for your soul to breathe and your soul to speak and your soul to um, become alive, all right? Uh, I took an, a friend of mine uh, her name's Erin. She was in corporate medical sales and she was just burned out. And she's about 28, 29 at the time. And she was like, ah, I need to make this income. And I was like, well, what did you love to do as a kid? And, and she said, well, I love to paint. I really love to paint. And well, I encouraged her. I was like, Hey, why don't you create some space? Just even if it's one day a week, um, to paint, and just to work on your artwork. Well, soon enough, six months later, she sold her first art piece. Now she does it full time. She sells her paintings, which are stunning, for thousands of dollars. And there's just gorgeous, unique pieces of artwork. And she would have never done that if she didn't listen to her soul stirring, her soul calling. Okay, so I want to invite you guys, wherever you're at in this season of life, listen to that soul stir that soul whisper, 
all right? And be willing to go deeper in your genius because everyone has unique, powerful, amazing gifts that you got to focus on, you got to create space for. And um, that's my two cents. Grab my uh, uh, six steps up top if you want. And then last thing I'll mention, and I'm going to put it, I got to figure out how to put this in the chat, but I've created a new chat community um, that you guys can grab, like text me, message me. Um, it's in my bio, uh, the link, uh, the text number is 615. Uh, I'll just post this in there. I don't know. Hey, Mac, to... uh, Mike, if you want to tell me, I can uh, listen to you. And it's hard to type and talk, and I can post it in there if you like. If you want yeah, to it's uh, just at the top of my bio, 615-819-4482. But I'm not sure how to put that in. Um, but anyway, guys, feel free to message me there. You'll you know, get a couple other free resources. Uh, I'll also include uh, my my uh, uh, 33 day abundance journal. I'll include the link to the free download. Uh, it's editable, so you can just go in and work on it. I've done it myself. It's transformed my wealth consciousness, which is another thing that actually in this season, I want to invite all of you guys. 2022, the next decade of your life could be your greatest wealth accumulation season. And I want to help as many people as I can do that as well. But um, questions other comments guys who else has a comment a question or a share on stage or in the audience uh sarah see you flashing yes go ahead my friend yeah hello everyone hope you're having well happy tuesday so i wanted to add something as an educator uh, you know, during this pandemic, I found it a bit, I found myself a bit disappointing. And uh, as an extrovert teacher who was always um, had, you know, communication with all the students and the people. So I found myself a bit uh, depressed and how can I say, uh, left out. But uh, over time, I found it, it's a kind of blessing this discuss because I had to, I used to just work for an institute. I was just an employee, but that was kind of blessing for me. During the pandemic, I found out that I can run my own business and I started to do that. So I decided to use technology to run my online courses so once you decide on the subject you want to teach you will need to choose an online platform something that you mentioned uh, which can allow you to communicate your message with ease so i that did that so and i have many online platforms to choose from including a nice little platform so uh your platform of choice going to just uh how can I say this enhance your um students networks and also you're going to just be your own um uh how can I say be your, your own employer you need to do work for someone you're going to teach you're going to uh, run your own business with these uh, easy and comfort platforms for online teaching. 
And I found that one of the most important tools in an interactive whiteboard, which allows you to sketch out ideas during the brainstorming classes, and obviously uh, you must make sure and your students, uh, you must make sure that they have the access to technology. So uh, as a conclusion, that was a blessing discussed for me. So over time, I could just uh, have progress using technology and increasing my business, my online students, and I could just increasing that. Thanks for listening. Uh, you're welcome, Sarah, and thank you for sharing. And, and I imagine that took courage, right? To step out on your own and to create uh, no doubt. Exactly. Well, I was a bit disappointed because of the pandemic, quarantine and everything. So I can't just run my classes, uh, actual, but now at the time for the time being, I can just chill out home and just earn money run my classes from home or whenever wherever i want thank you yes so as as, as a skilled translator in the middle east that sounds like that was a perfect move and how to navigate uh a setback that became a, a beautiful pivot so um guys ramon do you want to share anything else as a final word uh before i wrap it up anything else thanks for asking share, my friend yeah, I just want to think it's interesting. I think you gave me hope, and I think all of us, I'm guessing, about seasons, 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 and what's your next big thing. I think that was interesting. And in addition, in addition, Mike, I think what I heard you say out of the many great things you shared is that some things as you're doing, stepping into your next greatness, let me put it that way, you have to leave some things behind. And it's not a bad thing. It's like a metamorphosis. So Mike Zeller, thanks so much for sharing on the BWC stage. The mic is back to you. All right, guys. We've hey, got – what's that? Hey, Mike, do you mind if I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead, my friend, real quick. Okay. Well, I must say, I have been here for a short time. I just joined the room, but I must say I love um, what you're saying. A very powerful message. The question that I want to ask, you know, you would have mentioned that it's necessary to listen to that inner voice. Um, but sometimes what I find, the inner voice goes two ways. Sometimes it's positive and sometimes it's negative. Also, I, you would have mentioned about passion, purpose, and the direction. The question I want to put finally is, how much does focusing on your expectations, your expectations is what you want to accomplish, but the expectation must be matched by an intention, and the intention is about adding value um, to your target market. What I found is that this formula has really helped myself and helped um, my community um, to go out to you know, achieve the, the goals, the master plans that they have set for themselves. What are your thoughts on, on, on that intention, um, which is all about your expectations, which is all about what you want to accomplish, being aligned to your intention to add value. How important is this from your perspective? 
Yeah, good question, Gary, and thanks for the question. And uh, I'll answer it real quick because I got to hand it off to CROC, but basically it's, it's paramount and your vision guides your destiny. Um, and if you look at great companies as well, we were talking about Steve Jobs at the beginning, even at the beginning of the Apple stores, the retail stores, he had all his employees carrying around a, a card called, that said enriching lives to remind everyone, hey, we're here to enrich lives. And would hire the, they were instructed to hire people that were great team members and positive attitude and that their interview experiences were around, like how do they interact with one another? Not a, are they the smartest person in the room? So I think if you look at your intentions, what's the guiding vision? And then do your actions on a daily basis consistently support that vision? And that's where the master plan that we're talking about today, that's where like success covenants, I didn't get a chance to get into that as much as I would like, but creating focus, uh, four thing, identity stretching. Uh, the other thing I would say is let go of these old identities um, and, and the negative voices, you can say, hey, I see you, thank you, um, but I release you. You're not controlling and de guiding me, um, my positive voices. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.